Hello, friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where resilience and leadership is not simply a good idea. It's absolutely required for our leadership today. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships, a team of leaders who are committed to helping and equipping leaders just like you overcome your unique leadership challenges that you're facing in order to help you thrive. Well, thanks for joining me today for a value-packed few minutes of your week to help you grow in your leadership. Every episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast is 12 minutes or less and is geared to help you grow in your leadership. In fact, a few leaders who are regular listeners have shared with me that they love that it gets right to the point. There's no fluff. There's no fat. We get right to the point. One subscriber described it, truth concentrate, which I love that description. Thanks for listening here. All right, so let's get to the point here today. I want to ask you a very important question. Who is your competition? Whether you're in an organization, a nonprofit, a business, a church, a team, what or who is your competition? Now, recently I was talking with Dustin, our Director of Coaching Experience here at Kairos Partnerships. If you've, re- if you've ever reached out to engage in our free exploratory coaching call that we offer to all leaders and listeners of this podcast, then you know him. You've probably interacted with him. And I asked Dustin recently, who do you think is Kairos Partnerships' greatest competition? Now, it took us a while. It took us a couple of weeks, actually, but we identified a few significant competitors. Now, I want to be clear here. None of them. None of the, th- the items that we listed were other people, other leaders, or other organizations. Nope. In fact, they were other internal and external factors not related to coaching or leadership development organizations. Not at all. You see, when I consult with different organizations, businesses, nonprofits, and ministries, I ask a series of questions at the beginning of the relationship. And here are five common questions that I ask. Number one, what is the problem you're trying to solve? Number two, why is this a problem? Number three, for whom does this problem exist? Four, who is your target audience? And five, who is your primary competition? I love that last question. The goal of these five questions in a consulting relationship is to try to clarify what we're after, to focus us, to be able to prioritize so we know where to go from here. And here's what I find in the consulting relationship. Most often, when I ask that question, who's your primary competition, who we think the competition is, is not often who it actually is. What what do I mean? Let me give you three examples. If I were to ask you, who is the greatest competition for Southwest Airlines, what do you think you might say? My guess is you might say something like American Airlines or Delta or United. But if you ask Southwest, that's not the answer that they give. Southwest Airlines is fully aware that they're the cheapest airline carrier in the United States. Their biggest competitor is not other airlines. Asked to define who their competition was, one of their senior executives smiled and simply replied, the automobile. That's right. Southwest Airlines' greatest competition is the car. They realize that someone in Austin that needs to get to Dallas four hours away might just rent a car instead of purchase a ticket to fly on, an, on, uh, to fly on their airline. 
Knowing their competition drives what they do, but their competition wasn't as obvious as we might have thought it would be. Defining your competition is really important. Now, let me give you example number two. How about Gatorade? What do you think Gatorade's biggest competition is? When I've asked this question in leadership training spaces, people often respond by saying Powerade or Prime or some of the other sports drinks that are out on the market. But no, Gatorade has clearly stated that their greatest competition is water. That's why you see those large, obnoxious orange jugs on the sidelines of football games and other sporting events. Because when you get off the field, you often think that you need water. But they want you to believe that water is not enough. That's why the Gatorade commercials are filled with such sweaty athletes. They're working hard to convince you that having a water bottle at your next soccer game just isn't good enough. My sons have two water bottles, but they're green with the orange cap, and they're Gatorade written all over them. Maybe you've seen that before. That's very intentional on Gatorade's part. Knowing who their competition is is driving everything they, that, that they do, and it's important to know that it's not Powerade or other sports drinks. It helps them know their identity and what they're after. All right. Here's example number three. If I were to ask you, what is Netflix's greatest competition? What would you say? Nope. It's not Amazon Prime. It's not Hulu or Disney Plus or Paramount Plus. Their founder and CEO, Reed Hastings, shared a few years ago unabashedly that their greatest competition is your sleep. Wow. That shocked a lot of people, including me. It's quite alarming the ways in which they're trying to do that. They want you to binge shows late into the night and early into the morning. That is their greatest competition. This may not surprise you then when you think about the shows that you watch. If you're watching a series on Netflix, what they don't ask at the end of one episode is, would you like to watch the next episode? Instead, they simply give you five seconds to turn it off. And if you don't, it simply starts the next episode automatically. Because they know your competition is when to say, I'm tired, I'm sleepy, let's just go to bed now. Knowing your competition, who your competition is, who it truly is, is really important to your resilient leadership. Now, if you're a university administrator, your greatest competition may not be against other colleges and universities. In fact, it's probably not. Instead, it may be student loans or other community colleges or other online learning modules that are readily, readily available that are rather cheap and in sometimes in certain situations are free. If you're a business, it may not be the business in your particular sector or field. Instead, it may be people aren't convinced your product is something that will help them even if it's a good value. Or maybe your comp competition may be confusion and lack of clarity on your website of what your product actually is and how people can order it easily. If you're a church, your greatest competition is not against other churches. Theologically, your greatest competition is against the evil one, Satan, who would love to discourage, distract, and destroy others, convincing them that being a part of a church is just not for them. If you're a nonprofit director, your greatest competition may not be for grant money. Instead, it may be the complexity and confusion of filling out an application for grant money. If you're in the restaurant business, your competition may not be the restaurant down the street or a competitive, hour, competitive hourly wage. 
Instead, it may be the inconvenience of takeout or the frustrating online ordering process on your website or not giving your employees a clear why they're working in your restaurant. You see, defining who are your greatest competitions or what your greatest competitions truly are will then give you the freedom to know how you can be resilient, nimble, and creative to try new things and to focus your business, organization, or ministry. So leader, I want to ask you, who is your greatest competition or what is your greatest competition? It may be success. It may be becoming lackadaisical or not stretching or working hard because things have come easy to you. It may be discouragement. It may be complexity. It may be alignment or structure. But don't answer that too quickly. And don't always assume the competition is what seems to be on the surface. So take some time to consider it. Be in discussion with your team about this. In your next team meeting, block out 20 minutes to begin the conversation about your greatest competition. And don't be surprised if it's different than you think. Remember, Southwest, Gatorade, and Netflix, they are thriving for many reasons. But one of those reasons may be because they have done the hard work to clearly define who their competition actually is. And it's different than what the average person thinks it is. Well, thanks for joining us today. This podcast is produced by the professional, affable, and prolific Joel Limbowen at On a Limb Productions. You can visit his great website at onalimproductions.com for all of your video needs and even podcast needs. Now, leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, don't assume that you know who or what your competition is. Take the time to clarify it because it'll help you have more focus in the days ahead. Have a great week.